everybody, and welcome to another episode of Hacker Public Radio. In case you don't recognize my voice, because it's been a while, this is Stank Dog. And I'm very excited to record another episode with you today, because I have a great event that I want to talk about. And we have the organizer of that event, and uh, I don't know if I'm going too far here, creator, founder, uh, started the whole Nerdapalooza uh, festival, if you will, Hex, on the phone. Is that Did I go too far with that? Oh, that's perfect. Hi, everyone. I'm Hex. <laughs> Welcome um, to the show, Hex. Back in, uh, yeah, I'm still here. 2007, uh, I had the idea for Nerdapalooza, and I came up with it, and been running with it since. Okay, now, I went to Nerdapalooza 08, and that was referred to as Nerdapalooza Southeast, or SE, which takes place here in Orlando, Florida, Central Florida area. But that it actually correct. started, you say, in 2007 was the very first one? March in 2007 was when I first had the idea. Uh, the first Nerdapalooza took place August 2007 in Gainesville, Florida, and that was Nerdapalooza Southeast. And then I had my own Nerdapalooza in Cal- uh, Northern California, and that was called Nerdapalooza Beta, and that had a... Both of those were kind of much smaller. They weren't really festival, but a one-day show. Okay. And the following year, 2008, there was uh, in uh, the last week in June was Nerdapalooza UK, uh, which uh, also was just a small show, but Nerdapalooza Southeast 2008, 4th of July weekend, which we call the Nerdependence Show. Uh, we had uh, attendance of 300 people. We uh, raised $2,000 for charity. We had 30 artists from all over the place, including a British and a Canadian artist, and it was a rousing success. Uh, yeah, and then your Canadian artist, I uh, spent a lot of time with him at the last one, and he is just hilarious. He is so fun to hang around with, too. Let's, we're going to talk about quite a few of these people that are going to be performing this weekend and have performed in the past. Um, he's actually not making it. You're, we're talking about Word Burglar? That's correct. Word Burglar was unable to make it this year. Um, however, we're in strong talks with him, and he's interested in coming out for 2010, so there's... There's always a possibility of the return of the Wartburg. Well, it's you know it's a long trip from Nova Scotia, so I we can understand the logistics behind that one. However, there are a lot of new acts coming to this one as well. But let let's back up again. Now, again, you came up with the idea and everything, but it's more than it's more. For, well, actually, there's so many things I want to say here. I'm not sure where to start. First of all, Central Florida, not just Orlando, but across Tampa, Central Florida, seems to me to be kind of a nerdcore hub, if you will, kind of the, I don't know, the capital of nerdcore, I don't know, There's there is a lot of activity and a lot of groups and performers and artists, nerdcore artists, in this area. Well, it's more than just nerdcore, it's nerd music, and it's surprising to find, because when I first heard about nerdcore hip-hop and started doing some research on it, I was also surprised to see the the central nature of how many artists, uh, how many nerdcore hip-hop artists there were in uh, Orlando and, the, and Florida itself. There's Captain Dan and the Scurry Crew Rapping Pirates. There's Condor Crew, the Rapping Ninjas. We got Magitech. We got um, Emergency Pizza Party. We have Rocket Propelled Geeks. We have Funky 49. All this in the central area where normally Nerdcore has problems because it's a um, internet-run phenomenon. And so fans and artists are scattered throughout while they support each other musically and ideologically. They can't do it physically by going to each other's shows and actually uh, like uh, contributing their own fans because with every artist, they're going to have their own fans that are based off of their friends. And then their friends introduce them to introduce 
their music to other people, and that's how they build a fan base. And so when all these uh, different artists can come together and, and collaborate, that's when a bigger fan bases can be built. And um, and so that's what we had in, in Orlando before I came out here. And when, once I came out here, I noticed that there was this phenomenon didn't stop with just nerdcore hip-hop. There's also chiptunes, which is 8-bit techno that's all over the place in, Orla- in uh, Florida as well. Uh, most prominently, Jay Tholen, who will be performing at Nerdapalooza for the first time, uh, recently, a little bit ago, released his album called Epidemic, which is a uh, landmark uh, concept album using chiptunes, uh, the, uh, the kind of like Nintendo-sounding music for a zombie concept album. And then we have, speaking of zombies, we also have uh, concept bands like uh, Killer Robots or uh, Zombies Organized down in southern Florida. We have all these different bands all over the place, but still centrally located for one reason or another in Florida. I know. It's just like a hot spot here. There's so much available. I was even, uh, I was down at Universal Studios this weekend down at City Walk. And they have a stage out there where people perform, and they actually had a nerdcore act out there. They had a group called Nerd Ranger. Now, I don't know if they're local to Central Florida, but they were on the stage in the center of CityWalk performing. And that's great to see. Nerd Ranger had actually just approached us recently about possibly performing at Nerdapalooza a little too late for 2009, but we were going to start talking about working with them on some level. They are based in Orlando. See, that is, that's great that they're getting staged down in, you know, a hot spot area like Universal Studios. There were a lot of people listening and a lot of people there that are probably being exposed to this stuff that never would have heard of it. I mean, it's, I don't want to say mainstream or anything, but it's actually getting some respect, I think, is a better way to word it. Right, some respect and momentum. And that's a great thing to see. And I think Nerdapalooza has helped that a lot, getting an organized event like this together. I know it takes a lot of work, so definitely, personally, I can tell you I appreciate it. I know what goes behind it. But what a lot of people might not realize, that this is not some big for-profit thing that you're trying to make money and turn all this. This is actually a, a charity event. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, like I mentioned before, last year we raised $2,000 for a charity, which is called Child's Play. It's for those that are familiar, Penny Arcade, the webcomic found at penny-arcade.com, runs this charity called Child's Play, which you can find information about at childsplaycharity.org, which is basically a charity where they uh, raise money for children's hospitals around the world. They raise money to buy video games and books and um, board games and stuffed animals and all this stuff, and it's the... They give them all over the U.S., to Europe, to even uh, children's hospitals in uh, in uh, Egypt. It's 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 a worldwide phenomenon of them helping children, and it's kind of a the way their motto is: it's gamers giving back. It's it's kind of turned for some people into the de facto nerd charity. It's one charity for nerds to rally behind. Because if there's one thing nerds kind of connect with, it's the, the bristling curiosity of a child and wanting to foster that curiosity and, oh, and seeing a child in pain, like with a child's play, a child's play supports, is something that nerds have no problem with going, this is something that, that we can uh, universally rally behind. Yeah, and, and you know what? I mean, to give a child a game and going through some of the things that they have to go through, it is just such an admirable cause. 
that I'm so glad to see the support that it's getting. So I definitely wanted to make sure we give them a plug. The website for that, again, is? A child's play charity.org. Everybody go check that out, regardless of whether you're going to be able to make it to Nerdapalooza or not. However, we do want them to come to Nerdapalooza. It is this weekend. Uh, that would be July 11th, 12th. Well, actually, isn't there a, an event Friday night, right? There is. For those that are sitting on the fence, whether or not they'd like to go to Nerdapalooza or not, don't know if they, they really uh, are interested in committing a whole weekend, there is the chance to find out firsthand whether or not this is the kind of event you'd like to go to. The night before, at a local comic shop, our, one of our biggest sponsors called a comic shop, located on the corner of uh, Semron, uh, 436, and University, is uh, hosting our second annual pre-party. Now, at this pre-party, they will be offering free beer for those of age, as well as free pizza, and there's no entry whatsoever. Now, we're going to have six artists this year, including Kate Dolan that I've mentioned, a couple of other nerdcore artists, uh, Confucius, MC Gigahertz, Funky49, uh, and as well as uh, Schaefer the Dark Lord from New York. He is a phenomenal artist who, is, who was the showstopper last year, and so we thought it would be best to have him act as the artist to try to pretty much put on a show that will make people know like they're going to be in store for for the following day. At the pre-party, people will be able to purchase tickets, and for the, uh, for the whole weekend, July 11th and 12th, uh, it will be only $20. $15 if you want to go just either day, but it's, uh, they'll also have the option if you go Saturday and realize this is an amazing day, I need to come back. You can just show them that you uh, purchase a one, uh, show us that you purchase a one-day ticket and give us the uh, less than five dollars for an upgrade. Oh well, that's see now that's a nice thing too because somebody might think they're not going to make it Sunday because of work or another commitment, and if they do, they don't have to pay the other fifteen. They can add five onto it. That's correct. Now see that see that's just a nice, friendly thing to do. Most people wouldn't do that. <laughs> and you know what? Not, Sunday... Like I said, we're not in it to make money. We're trying to support um, Child's Play as much as possible, but one of the tenements of Nerdapalooza itself is ensuring that it is affordable. It's something that people will not have to break the bank in order to enjoy. Right, and, and both days, let me say, there's no day that's... Both days are packed. Absolutely packed. This is a festival... Starting at noon each day, correct, and going through until whenever whenever people decide to wrap up. Uh, MC Frontalot closes Saturday night at ten forty-five and will go on as long as his set goes and as long as people hang around. Um, that's one of the things. And I'm sorry, Sunday night um, the headliner is going to be MC Chris, who's new to Nerdapalooza, so that's going to be a new artist that um, I'm looking forward to seeing. Same thing though is last year. One of the things that I thought was so cool was that it, everybody was so friendly and accommodating. There was no intimidation. If anybody is hesitating to come because you're worried about, I'm a nerd, am I going to fit in, or I'm too geeky for this, or any it, just any kind of hesitation you may have. I go into an event like this and I think I'm not sure what to expect, so I kind of go in with a little bit of guard up. And I got to say that I was welcomed and treated so well by everybody. Performers, the artists there were hanging around in the crowd. You can talk to them. They're not they're not full of ego and standoffish. They were all very friendly. 
we were standing out front for hours. Zealous One and Hormones and I was dropping some beats. We were just freestyling out front for just hours, taking turns, freestyling around a circle. I wasn't freestyling because, well, that's not my thing, but it was just great being a part of the whole thing, hanging out, laughing, making jokes. It was just a whole wonderful experience where everybody was welcome. Nobody was excluded. And that is something that's hard to find anywhere in the world these days. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really phenomenal how this, there wasn't an atmosphere any of us had planned would build, that we, we would build. And we were shocked. So the organizers were shocked when we saw, even as early as the, free par- uh, the, the pre-party, uh, Word Burglar was the headliner for, that, for the pre-party. And he was there wrapping up the storm, and uh, out of nowhere, Funnelot and Schaefer and all the other artists, they show up, and they're just sitting there, and they're watching and enjoying the show just as if they were anyone else. Yeah, it, that, that kind of attitude of I'm here to support the other my my fellow artists, as just as the fans are here to support them, is this kind of mentality that that was not uh, anticipated, not precedented, but definitely shows this kind of camaraderie that is that is what something can now someone can now expect at Notapalooza. Right. It would. I mean, they definitely you check your ego at the door. Everybody in there is part of a. And I, this sounds really corny, I guess, but a brotherhood of nerdcore. I'm not sure if that sounds too weird, but it really was. Excuse me. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna step back and say a brotherhood and sisterhood of nerdcore. I'm gonna be politically correct there because there were a lot of different people there, and all of us are, quite frankly, nerds in some way or form. We're all kind of think differently than the mainstream music, the mainstream pop, the mainstream content, so it was kind of a group of people that get you, and that you can get, and that you can get along with. So that was a very cool environment for the whole thing. Now, this is all for charity, and that's all well and good, but you also have had a lot of help from sponsors. You mentioned one earlier, a comic shop out in Winter Park, right? That's correct. The uh, comic shop based in Winter Park, uh, found off of Cimarron, uh, Highway 436. And they, they're one of our big sponsors. They're helping us advertise on Facebook. They're uh, helping us coordinate the uh, pre-party. They're helping find. They're actually the people that are bringing us one of our headliners, MC Chris. They're pretty much paying for him to come out all out of their own pocket. Wow, that's very cool. Definitely go check them out if you're in Central Florida. Um, let's talk about a couple of the other headliners here. Um, Friday night, you already mentioned Schaefer the Dark Lord. That guy's intense. So there's your sample. Come out yeah. Friday, see if you can see if you can keep up with that guy and some of these other some of these other performers that are going to be there. They'll give you a good taste of what you can expect. Saturday yeah, night, the main headliners are um, are the like Chris MC Funnelot. Uh, MC Lars is going to be making his first appearance. As uh, well as returning is going to be Whitey Cracker, but um, and all those guys are, are the nerdcore hip hop persuasion. But our our another headliner that I really want to spotlight is the Proto Men, who for those that aren't familiar are this uh, video game concept band where they don't make video game music, but a video game inspired music. So they make pretty much a rock opera inspired on the Mega Man franchise. And where else, what other music concert are you going to hear something that cool? Really, where else are you going to get that? <laughs> Only at Nerdapalooza. And you know what, I, I'll tell you this, I'll be honest, last year I learned of a whole new subgenre, if you will, called Wizard Rock. 
I had never heard yeah. of it until Nerdapalooza. You introduced me to that. And uh, we'll be featuring some uh, some Wizard Rock, some local Wizard Rock. Once again, House of Black will be returning. And they'll be bringing their uh, good friend Fred Lidge, which is a very comedic approach to the Wizard Rock uh, genre. He is freaking amazing. And explain to the listeners what Wizard Rock is, because I just learned it myself last year. Well, Wizard Rock, for those that uh, are unfamiliar, is pretty much uh, music inspired by Harry Potter. It's uh, music surrounding the characters and the events and whatnot. Some of it is uh, treads on the realms of fan fiction stuff, along the realms of silk, where they're, they're kind of uh, making parody music uh, around Harry Potter, but it's all in tribute to the uh, J.K. Rowling uh, series. So, so let so let me let me get this straight. I'm counting on my fingers here, which they can't see on the radio. But we have Wizard Rock, Harry Potter themed music. We have pirates. We have ninjas. We have nerdcore hip hop. Yeah. We have video game inspired music. I, it's it's not all. See, a lot of people think nerdcore mostly of hip hop. I guess is the largest genre or subgenre of. Nerdcore, nerdcore hip hop, and there are quite a few acts, really good acts there. My friend uh, N80, Dualcore, are going to be there Sunday. I'm looking forward to hanging out with them again. Zealous One was awesome uh, last year. I'm looking forward to seeing him again. Um, MC Chris, probably. Everybody's listening to this has probably heard of MC Chris. Uh, MC Frontlot, MC Lars, I'm looking forward to seeing for the first time. Uh, Whitey Cracker, again, he was here last year. We all went out and ate at the the pub down the street from the last venue, which was very cool. Um, my gosh, I, I don't know what other nerd topic is not covered here. I mean, you've got computers and Harry Potter and wizardry and ninjas and pirates. What else? Robots. We had killer robots last year. What what else, what don't we have? <laughs> that, yeah, we're, that's that's the whole point. It's this giant, this giant celebration, this giant uh, monstrous tornado of nerd culture that is just the whole weekend that is hopefully too good to pass up on. Yeah, I, I know it is for me. I'm definitely looking forward to being there. Um, you'll be introduced to a lot of different genres and a lot of different types. We want everybody to stay and watch all of the acts, be exposed to new things, but if somebody has to leave and come back or can only be on there for a day or two, it's open. Once you buy your ticket, you can come and go. You may come for a few hours if you have to work and come back for the headliners at night. Is that okay? Yeah, that's definitely okay. Everyone gets a wristband, and uh, once they have their wristband, it is their, their key to get in and out. Excellent, excellent. Um, all right, well, listen, I I'm, can't wait myself. I'm already looking forward to it. Um, Looking forward to meeting up and hanging out with MC Front a lot. Um, some of the other guys there. See if I can drop some beats, do a little freestyling. I'm not sure how the new venue is going to handle the freestyle. We might have to take that outside or something. We'll we'll kind of wing that and see how it goes. But that's kind of the way this is too. It's not too formal. We're going to get there, well, and it, it's organized. Here's also different. Where uh, we're going to have a dedicated uh, vendor room where our sponsors will be able to uh, advertise their wares, but there we're also going to have a video game station. Awesome. Where if for one reason or another someone is uh, being rocked too hard and they can't take any more music, <laughs> they can go take a break, do some DDR, play some Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and just, just relax for a little bit. Very cool. Any other sponsors? There are going to be some people setting up sponsor booths. Anybody else you want to mention before we uh, close it up? 
Oh yeah. Uh, first off, we have our our comrades at arms, the artists, the, the group that we love so much more than anyone else. Impulse Records. They are the backbone to Nerdapalooza. They are what made Nerdapalooza 2008 happen. They're what's making 2009 happen. Check them out at ImpulseRecords.com. The uh, one of the best nerdcore hip hop record labels out there. Other sponsors we have include uh, Deep Cubed Productions, which is this uh, local. Uh, online uh, movie production company where they just make online movies and it's they're a lot of fun uh, we'll also be having uh, bigger sponsors uh, like uh, vitamin water and uh, balls energy drinks come on to Nerdpalooza uh, giving us some beverages for everyone, everyone to enjoy uh, we got local networking uh, sites like Nerdcore Network as well as RhymeTorrents.org which are strong advocates and supporters of Nerdpalooza Enemy Inc. are uh, supporters of Nerdapalooza and have given us a discount on our amazing t-shirts, which will be available at the event. Um, I'm trying to think what else we have. Pause uh, Motion is a local gaming uh, company based out of uh, Daytona. And Nerdcore for Life, the uh, documentary about Nerdcore Hip Hop, is also a sponsor of Nerdapalooza. I think that's about it. If I missed anyone, I know my sponsors will yell me later, but they can all check it out at nerdapaloozafest.com. I was getting ready to say, I just realized as you were reading some of those off and brainstorming the sponsors there, we haven't mentioned the website. Nerdapaloozafest, F-E-S-T, as in festival, nerdapaloozafest.com. You can see the schedule of who goes on what time, uh, the lineup and everything, news. Um, speaking of movies, that nice little um, trailer, that uh, little video you have on there with the ninja, that was pretty funny. I was laughing at that earlier. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed that. That was good stuff. Um, I won't mention some of the uh, things that were laying around your house. I mean, that person's house, but... <laughs> um, let's see. I think we've covered just about everything. I don't want to... I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that somebody who's never been would need to know about this? Again, not intimidating. Show up, hang out. Um, I tell you what, I'll put myself out there if anybody wants to come and want, needs a friend or needs somebody to talk to or just get started with so you don't have to stand in the corner. You probably won't have to anyway because people are friendly. I mean, I had never met Benjamin Bear, um, uh, Fanatical. There were just people that I just met. I Actually, I didn't even know who they were. We were just hanging out talking, and then I'm like, oh, really, you're him? That's you? Oh, I love this song. And I mean, you're probably going to have no problems fitting in, but if you want somebody to start with, come find me. Uh, I'll be wearing my Ben Rev shirt probably. I don't know. You guys will find me somehow, I'm sure. And uh, I'll be glad to hang around, introduce people, that kind of thing. Um, come to Nerdapalooza. Make it if you can. If you're in Central Florida or anywhere in Florida, you have no reason not to just make a drive up Friday when you get off work or Saturday. Um, anytime during the weekend, come and go as you please. And... Um, Next year, hopefully we can push and get some out of town, get this to grow. I mean, it's already looking bigger than last year's, and you've already, we already know, like you said, that last year's was bigger than previous. Um, and the the there's a nerd co or there's a, a Nerdapalooza UK event, um, which we wish we would have had time to talk about, but um, there was one over in the UK that was organized and run that was, and actually it isn't. Uh, that's B-Type, right? He's going to be there at Nerdapalooza. No, uh, B-Type will be one of the uh, two hosts of Nerdapalooza. The, uh, uh, him and uh, this one guy named Gino Boost who runs the uh, 
website Game Music for All. Those two are, they run a podcast together called Letters versus Numbers. And so uh, the show will be hosted by the podcast Letters versus Numbers. Cool, excellent. So got a lot of people there. It's well organized, but it's not too rigid and formal. It's very informal. Come check it out. Hex, thank you so much for coming on the show and getting everybody up to speed on what Nerdapalooza is, what to expect. Um, Nerdcore music, listen to it. It's good. There are These people are talented. It's not just the subject matter. They're actually very, very good. People don't realize that. Oh man, yeah, no, it's 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 surprising the amount of talent that is that's it's that's insane. Saturating this amazing uh, uh, genre of movement of music. Absolutely. So, thank you again for being on the show. Everybody, check out nerdapaloozafest.com and come to Nerdapalooza. Hopefully, we will see you there. And Hex, you and I will talk in a couple of days. I look forward to seeing everybody. And until next time, thanks for listening to Hacker Public Radio. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.